Are you a serial killer, but your killing gear just doesn't quite do the deed? Did you have to chase down that last victim and bludgeon them with a fireplace poker instead of blissfully stabbing them in the back with your hunting knife like you had planned? All because you tied them up with some discount twine? Well, your days of botched strangulations and jagged amputations are over. With a serial killer utility kit, you'll get your zip ties, your mask, your fake fingertips, your hunting knife, your electric saw, and your axe all in one discreet canvas bag. Go to SerialKillerUtility.com and enter code MURDERMENOW and you'll get two of these for the price of one. Serial Killer Utility Kits. Because we know you need to kill. <laughs> all in one. All Easy in one. to find duffel. <laughs> two for one, that's a good deal. everybody welcome back to bev's video kingdom nick nate zach and brad here this is part two of our zodiac pod we're gonna do a draft here for you guys we've got memorable or best or awesomest or most stabby killingest stabbiest can we can we be specific here because my list is going to change dramatically to based on which uh, modifier you choose okay so i thought that was my judge i thought yours your picks change upon the judge that 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 is remains to be (laughs) i was going with stabtastic that was kind of my most stabtastic stabtastic serial killer if we're we're going stabby then so so yeah if you and if you just a reminder that if you didn't listen to our um wise and uh thoughtful analysis in part one go ahead and head back there now and we'll wait it'll make a lot more sense if you do it that way there's it's not like we do the draft first and then the podcast second. <laughs> um, does not happen that way so i had several issues with our with our draft today a it was never really super discussed what the specific parameters were going to be, and I was thinking about it. Who, who did who picked and specified this? I I did. Oh, it was, it was you. I did. Okay, I guess it, so. But it, all I did, all I specified was that we were going to go serial killer, and then I I made a joke about maybe we could figure out how many people you actually have to kill in order to be a serial killer. So it's three or more. So according to who, the FBI, Google, the Goog. Okay, is well, that what the Google that's says? Definitive. Yeah. Okay. So Watson says it's three or more, but. What I'm going with here is I decided that I wasn't going to text you guys and try and narrow it down because I thought it would be funnier if we could argue over it live. And I was just thinking, you know, like when, you know, somebody inevitably picks like, uh, I don't know, a Muppet or somebody. And then we'll decide <laughs> we'll happen? decide whether or not like, you know, you know, Brad's yeah. taking Voldemort one of one. I know that already. 100% so. Pixar, Pixar serial killer going <laughs> in the first round. First two rounds. What? So yeah, so I'm for that. I, I there's nothing funnier than adults arguing about things that are uh, completely arbitrary. So let's do this. A hundred percent. So what I'm thinking is we're gonna kick it over to Brad. He's gonna give us an order here, and then we're just gonna dive right in and just argue our way out of it. I think that's the right way to do it. I think so too. Yeah. So uh, our random this time, I actually got out my old television and I plugged it in and I put it through a little draft simulation to to, to see what the order is. And it came up with Nate is the first pick here. Nate is the first pick. You're sure it's not doing it based on who's won the most? I I just just to clarify. Okay. Uh, Nick, you got second pick. I'm going third. And Zach, you're going to get your two in a row, baby. I'm actually excited about that. I think that's the right place to be in this pod because I, although I think the one of one is very clear, I think after that it gets murky real quick. Well, I'm, I've got a feeling out of the folks that we're choosing, like you have probably seen all of the movies, and I think that uh, on this side of the table, there's going to be a lot of us that have not seen some of these movies that we're choosing. So I unfortunately placed a bunch of parameters on myself, and I decided <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going anything. Only going TV shows. I'm not going super. <laughs> just all TV shows. <laughs> I'm not going 
any like obscure horror movies, and I'm also not going supernatural. You guys can do what you so want to do. I, I, I debated the supernatural. I, I don't know if I'm going to self-regulate that way. Exactly. Do we do we want to agree not to go supernatural? No, 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 I, no we no. leave it open. I think leave I think we can. Right. I just I want to be able to call bullshit on your uh, when you pick, as my son says, Freddy Cougar. <laughs> I just want to say, do you do you feel a lot of pressure for this one? Do you feel like this is like this is your moment to shine? No, not at all. Because I know that I'm going to lose. And <laughs> as I picked my picks, I like as I picked like... my as I picked my guys, I was like, this is a losing crew. I, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like I like how Zach was like. So you know, I put the limit on myself that I wasn't going to go foreign. Like that was going to win him. The, like like he was handicapping himself. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely the thing that was going to get you the win here this week, Zach. Too bad you did that. Like his dirt closet thrillers, his Dutch <laughs> closet thrillers. Exactly. What, what did right he text now? us the other night? I'm currently down a a, a Korean horror film <laughs> rabbit hole, <laughs> and I was like, "There's a rabbit hole oh, deep dude. enough to be a hole in Korean horror films." Korea is uh, dominating oh, yeah, the horror game they're, lately. They're big time horror. Oh film. man, I'm not. Nothing is. I just. I this shows my ignorance about horror films. All okay. right, let's do this. Let's so go Nate's go so Nate's going to start us off here. Uh, I'm very curious to see where you go with the first pick because as I so said, the, so I you said there's an easy one on one, and I think there is an easy one on one here, but I don't think it's as easy as you think it is, and I think there are plenty of it's arguments. Easy. Okay, it's clearly Hannibal Lecter okay. at number one. I'll, I'll admit, but there, I I thought hard about this, especially if you go supernatural. I think. That is the clear number one, just for its prominence in the cultural zeitgeist of the time and even to today. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I'm staying. I'm staying in the same movie, Buffalo Bill, dude, played I, by Ted Levine. Okay. Wow. So that's oh, that's an, that's an insane. I had him on my pick. list. I did not have him at number two overall. So I lo- I love that. Huge. I love that reach. Some of the greatest, uh, some great quotes from that one, though. It's a, yeah. I mean, I say put the lotion in the basket, like, every time it's appropriate, which in my world is, like, once a week. (laughs) There's a lot of times when you can tell someone to put the lotion on the skin. All right. Well, those two out of the way. So that was Nick. Nick taking Buffalo Buffalo Bill. Bill. It's wide open for you, Brad. It it is so wide open. And I I think I'm going to go here. I mean, as now this is going to be the first controversial moment, which is fine <laughs> with me. I'm going to go with Mickey and Mallory Knox. Nice. Does that count as a couple? So I had just yeah. uh, wait. We're talking natural born killers. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I had just count. Woody Harrelson, but I'll take both. I think that's yeah. That's I, I'll thing. allow. Both. I'll allow it. Although I did, ju- I did have them both separately, but I will allow it. All right. So there we go. Mickey Mallory Knox. How about this though? We instruct the judges. We instruct the judges that they 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 you don't get it cumulatively. You you choose the your favorite of the two, and that's your pick. What do you mean? Well, like they they don't get to be like, well, that's a that's a two for one. Like they get to so you get to pick the pair, but they've got to effectively count it as like the fa- their favorite of those two is what you get for them. It's the same difference for me. I think it's, it's like Jay and Silent Bob with right. Like- Best drug dealers, like they just kind of a, a, a combo pair. I think we, I Did think we, we allow that. I think we tell them yeah. this: we're grouping these together, yeah. and we're splitting Hannibal and Buffalo Bill. Same movie, two different serial killers. Th- that's yeah. fine. If I lose, it's yeah you know, under protest. It's there just let's Setting just up your protest. I like it, Nate. <laughs> Setting up the loss. Let's just remember this. Yeah, I when I want to pick two different serial killers from two different movies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, on the wrap, I am going to go with my. I don't think he's my one of one, but uh, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to get to me, and that's going to be Christian Bale as oh, Patrick yeah. Bateman in American Psycho. So, so this was. I thought there's a case to be made for one of one there. Uh, I agree, but I think that just everything that comes along with Silence of the Lambs and the success of the movie and all of that stuff, I think. I think that's definitely the first pick. I think Bateman might, might not even be a serial killer. I want to raise this issue. Yeah. Is he, in fact, a serial killer? Did he kill three people? We don't know. Man, we would have to go to the lost uh, the lost Bev's video kingdom files uh, (laughs) somewhere (laughs) on the internet. Yeah. Going to that black hole. So this is where it gets tough, guys, because at the same time as I want to pick my picks, I'm also trying to play the game to where I'm thinking, like, is this guy going to get back to me? You know, much like a fantasy football draft. Uh, Paxton will get back to you. Uh, he's on my list, but 
I am going to go in true Fincher fashion. We're going to go Kevin Spacey as John Doe in seven with my second pick. That's that's a all of a sudden Zach's looking looking pretty strong here. This is an unusually <laughs> good start. Up, Zach. Zach. Yeah. 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 start. It's about to go off the rails on. real quick. On. Okay, Nikki. All right, so all right, so since John Doe was a very creative serial killer. I think I'm going to go with maybe the second most creative serial killer. And I'm going to go ahead and take Jigsaw from the Saw movies. And although that's kind of a combination, of, I'm talking about the original dude. Okay. Are we talking the first Saw movie? Yes. Unreal movie. There we go. I love it. Blew my mind when I first saw uh, the original Saw in the theater. Is this the one where they make they make them play games in a basement? Okay, so that would be like Saw 2 or Saw 3. That wasn't... That wasn't like hostile. No, hostile is just some people that go to a hostel and then get their organs. Uh, yeah, they okay. get tortured. My, my, my wife was trying to remember. I think what must have been saw too. Saw is hostel is Carrie there. Ellis chained to a, a a pipe and there's a dead body with him and he has to figure out how to get out of the room. I'm in, yeah. dude. Have you seen it? No. Wait, you, you, is that a serious question? <laughs> Yeah, man, I watch it every. That's how I go to sleep every night. It's it's really very good. I I think it's uh, you know one of the one of the great twists. Does he wear his Robin Hood tights? Super yes. awesome. He's he's got the tights on. All right, he's got Nikki. the hat. He's like, the and if I'm leather. wrong, and I'm never wrong. All right, I'm going. Uh, I don't know if that's East Texas, Southern Texas fields, Leatherface, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Great pick. Dude, we almost just got beer all over the studio. Nick's, Nick's fault. <laughs> there was a save. He's angry about the Niners one pass <laughs> that happened eight seconds ago. You're noticing I'm a really covering. You're Nick's noticing head. a really sad tone to the podcast so far, is because mm, we just dude. watched the Niners lose. Not <laughs> as is kind of a running theme on uh, uh, on this this show is that my dad had me watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre probably as eleven or twelve. <laughs> and, oh, Jesus, man. That was that was a, a hardcore movie to watch. It's pretty that, down and dirty. Is that right. when you first developed a crush on Jessica Biel? Wait, so that, no, I'm that's... joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we all kind of looked at Zach like, what? We all yeah, tilted our heads. So yeah, Leatherface, and then of course uh, Summer School. All the all the references to oh, uh, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre's mm-hmm. classic. Oh, that I, I now understand why. Yeah. Required viewing for summer school fans. I think I blocked Brad's third pick. I'm pretty <laughs> proud of myself. <laughs> yes, right. you did. All right. Wait, did you just take you, you just yeah. took I just yeah. took leather. Yeah. You got a wrap. You here. took leather face. Okay. On the wrap. Ah, this is a toughie. I have a feeling the picks are about to go off the rails. I'm gonna go with my officially with my second pick. Gotta go with Ghostface from Scream. Two people. One killer. Who was Modesto's own... Um, isn't he the killer? No. No, Oliphant? No. Yeah, Oliphant's not the killer it's in Scream 1? No, it's... Uh, is it Jamie Kennedy? No, it's... Uh, no. It's uh, it's the, the t- Matthew Lillard. Yeah, and Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Then whoever the dude was that yeah, all the girls liked. Yeah. Lillard, okay. And then uh, for my number three, I'm taking Aileen Warnes, played by... Uh, uh, Charlize Theron in Monster. So, oh, damn. So the which wife I, and I... Which I think she won the Academy Award for. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Does damn. anybody have a proper spelling of her name? No. Uh, I will I will, I will. will find out on the Goog. It's Australian, so it's tough to spell. But... Wait, am I looking for Aileen Warnes? <laughs> or am I looking for Charlize? So no, the, the character name. It's A-I-L-E-E-N... Space W U O R N O S. I'm gonna laugh if her name's pronounced Eileen and Nate's actually never seen the movie and he's like Aileen. <laughs> Guaranteed. He's oh, I've never seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that supposed to be a secret? So we recently watched a uh, documentary on Aileen and uh, went into her background and stuff. Very interesting. Very very interesting. Crazy 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 lady, as evidenced by her presence on this list it's a rare quality for a serial car all right okay. is it nikki you, you think you're thinking oh hard there. boy um okay so usually brad is the one to go all things stuffed and marionettes <laughs> <laughs> however i'm gonna take i'm gonna take that for this draft i'm going chucky 
from Child's Play. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I did not have that on my list, but mm-hmm. it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. When you add possessed dolls to the uh, <laughs> was that to the pool of players, I mean, it's shit. Did you limit yourself to not, not child's toys? Memorable movie, serial killer, Chucky killed more than three people. Uh, definitely. definitely. It works. It 100% works. And it's a stabtastic. This is a stabtastic pod, so. Feeling stabby. Spawned a bunch of uh, a bunch of sequels. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a Lady Chucky, Bride of Chucky, I believe. Bride right. of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Just came out with a really terrible uh, remake, uh, re- redo of it that had like the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey in it or something. That was, was bad. Surprised it was bad. All right, I got like three to go with here, but I think I'm gonna go with uh, this. This could be a a winner here. Um, I'm gonna go with one of the originals, the OGs. The read, 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 We're going Norman Bates. Okay, so here's a question. I, 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 this is why I debated this. Did Norman Bates kill three people? We know that he killed his mom, and we know he killed uh, the chick in the shower. Did, did I think he him? had been doing that, right? I think yeah. he had been. I think he was you, the owner of the hotel, yeah, and yeah, that was how. Do we have any evidence people. of this? Yeah, he killed. Well, lots of if you watch. <laughs> Okay, thanks for that objective opinion. I think there was a series where uh, I don't think you get 12 episodes if he doesn't kill some more people. I'm pretty sure that you, I'm pretty sure that we're limited to the movie here, Mr. TV. I'm going to give Brad the points on it because it was going to be my (laughs) next pick. And so I'm with Brad. Me too. Double under protest. See, Nate knows he's losing right now. So he's just like, man, I got to figure out how to just protest everything. He's just chucking up for the pass interference right now. Brad's three picks in (laughs) and he has four people and one non-serial killer on his list. I'm just, just want to go on record. Nick just picked a fucking possessed doll. So, I mean, (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly where we're going here. All right. Who's up? Well, now I have a question for you, gentlemen. <laughs> probably should have been discussed maybe before or off the air. How many rounds are we going here? Because I've made two four. It's our standard. It's a four. Yeah. Okay. Not like our coaches pod where there were seventy five coaches on every one of our lists. Mm, you're bitching and you won. So, so I'm gonna. I want to call out people that I'm leaving off my list now since these are my last two picks, right? What? No, no, I'm not going to. But I'm saying I want to to explain. Oh yeah, these are your I'm last two. Yeah. So. That would be funny if you did, though. There's all of these people that you all could pick, and I'm taking these. I tried to really stick to non-supernatural serial killers that kind of fit the serial killer. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of picks. You know, like uh, you know, my wife was saying Michael Myers and like all these different guys. But I'm gonna go Kevin Costner as Mr. Brooks in. Mr. Brooks. And I don't know if any of you guys have seen that movie. I have not ever heard of it. Are you serious? Nate. No. uh, Yes, I'm serious. (laughs) It's very good. I have not heard it. It's very, very good. Okay. And on the wrap, I'm going to go with one I know none of you guys have seen, but I'm picking it so that if one person out there in the audience goes and sees this movie, we will be excited. And we're going Mark Duplass in Creep or Creep 2. Oh, so I, I've been kind of thinking about seeing that because I love, I like, is it Duplass? Is that how you yes. pronounce it? So I the love character, Mark is that Duplass. the actor? I don't even act. know the character. He's the actor. I don't even know if I mean, they yeah, tell you the his actor. actual name. Okay, all good. Let me, I'll, but I'll, I'll, I'll consult wrote, the I'm directed, and starred in Creep 1, and then they made a Creep 2, and it is dark, but not insanely dark. It has a little bit of the dark comedy that, you know, because uh, Duplass is a comedy guy, really. Uh, and man, it's good. I don't think he kills three people, but I'm picking it. I'm sticking with it. If Nick gets to Throw pick all the rules out the window, a possessed my buddy, I'm gonna pick Mark Duplass from Creep. A possessed serial killer, my buddy. So what I'm thinking I mean, is, I, I, per the so I'm, I'm just gonna pick Jennifer Love Hewitt's character from Can't Hardly Wait and be like, she probably killed people later. Well, she could, <laughs> may or may not have. I'm, I'm gonna take the entire people. cast of Shawshank Redemption because they probably collectively killed three people. Wow. You go. Yeah, I was. Okay, by the way, Mark Duplass is apparently, is it Joseph or Josef? It's J-O-S-E-F. I think it's definitely Josef. Soft J? <laughs> Soft. It's Josepe. Yay. Okay, so there you go. All right, my next pick, I was going to go one way, but I decided against it. And so 
you gotta love a serial killer that is also just a a hundred percent badass and a hundred percent just a, a schmoozer. Um, take some girls in the bar, talk them up a little bit, offer them a ride home, and then go ahead and wreck their shit in his basically indestructible car. I'm gonna go with Stuntman Mike. Oh, Stuntman Mike from the amazing uh, Grindhouse kind of a uh, uh, takeoff death proof Tarantino. Not mad at it. All right, so it's me. So I'm going, this is not, I'm going anti-pander after Nate's last couple you got like, drafts. Do- you got any more dolls or uh, puppets? No, I'm going to round it out nicely, and none of you are going to see this one coming. Leprechaun. So this was, thinking, you can see this as the forming and the uh, origin story of a serial killer. Matt Damon as Tom Ripley. Oh, Does Nick, he that kill didn't make my people? list. Talented Mr. Ripley. It ends with him killing his third. Oh, ho, 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 ho. under the wire. You all can suck it. I think so that just like Crosby hit that field goal just under the wire. I and think, you knew that he was going to keep <laughs> killing. I, I think if you hadn't picked a child's toy with your third pick, you might have just locked it up. No, <laughs> no, I did diversify nicely. So here's my, with the final pick of the draft, there's some obvious supernatural killers here. Is he supernatural? He's not. Ah, oh, jeez. You left a lot on the table. Let's just There's go with that. Um, I'm going with one that is actually a movie I've seen. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait until the fourth pick to pick one you've seen? Uh, I'm going to go with Shigur in No Country for Old Men. Oh, wow. Nice assassin. Not a, not a, he's a, like Sicario. a mercenary assassin. He's not a serial killer. He's he killing kills a for, bunch of it, people. But no. he's killing for money and for the cartel, not he loves for it. He's he flips a coin love and of kills people. But, stop but he doesn't just show up on random people. Serial killer, you're killing essentially random folks. He he, he almost killed the guy in the store. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. Not all right. That's all right. I'm gonna pick the other. Woo. I'm gonna pick the other one, and it's gonna win it for me. Uh, I will take Freddy Krueger, just like. <sighs> Freddy, Freddy Cougar, Freddy Cougar, <laughs> Freddy Cougar just like uh, Freddy Cougar. just like old Hunter suggested. It was Jackson, and I was asking oh. my wife. I said, "Who are some other serial killers in movies?" And ja- Jackson. Jackson goes, "What about Freddy Cougar?" <laughs> Jackson, Zach's, Zach's awesome son. Yeah, so Fr- Freddy Cougar Mel- Mellencamp for my final pick. <laughs> I like that. Little Diddy. Also, Rans. Oh man! Also rare. So, is De Niro and Taxi Driver a serial killer? Uh, I, I tried to Google. I was like, I so, couldn't get an answer. I mean, I, I don't think you call him a, the base. I've never seen Taxi Driver. Yes, I, I know this is a problem, but I, the description of the plot did not imply he was any more of a serial killer than Sugar. I don't think he kills. I don't. I, well, Shugar. so the difference between those two is that uh, the guy in Taxi Driver is just a crazy person. That yeah, but doesn't he show up and like kill some people with some intention? Like he's not like just randomly selecting right but is it there's a difference between the intention of killing people and the intention of killing people because someone's paying you to do it right i mean i guess <laughs> i guess it's all right i'm close one i knew where you're, I, I see where you're uh, he certainly makes that that movie makes a lot of lists killer, of, I mean, of serial killer movies yeah. paxton he wasn't getting paid to kill the wife yeah. You know what I mean, he wasn't getting paid. Fair, to, yeah. I mean, some of the others, the, the Jasons, the Michael Myers, Pinhead, right. yeah. all the, the kind of the horror movies. Yeah, Jason Voorhees was on one I almost yeah. picked. We're going to we're gonna get some shit for not having uh, old, well, no, because Michael Myers and, and if Jason. It was, I don't know. Like, what do you call those guys? Like, I should know this. What do you call like the horror movie bad guy? Like the, the leprechaun. I mean, it's like they're, right. they're just like evil creatures almost. They're more like. Creatures rather than like, like serial killers, serial like in the, mo- in the more like literal like Freddy, sense, like Freddy Krueger Mellencamp. Okay, <laughs> so so I, I got Voorhees. I the obvious one that we didn't pick was, and I don't know how Nick let this slide all the way through, but the Zodiac Killer. Uh, maybe yeah. it's because we don't know who the I am because there's no particular. Also, character like the fact that it's Zodiac. a real life story, I feel like everything that we pick yeah. pretty much is all fiction. So I had Ted Bundy down at the Zac Efron version. Uh, from yeah. the the movie, the Netflix movie, which I liked. And you thought, liked I, the movie though. I kind of liked it. It was cool. Mm, I didn't but I mean, it. dude, I, I, I mean, we will say just about anything on this pod, and I would feel embarrassed to like, and like horrified to recount any of the shit, like the stuff that he did to victims. 
Oh, yeah, it's Wilson. Oh, I thought wow. you were going to say it would be you would be embarrassed if we moved on from Zac Efron without mentioning how beautiful of a man he is. <laughs> Zac Efron is an absolutely gorgeous man. He's gorgeous. He's charismatic. We could talk about him all night. But listen. <laughs> <laughs> We missed from the whole like uh, 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 Science of the Realms universe uh, from Manhunter, yeah. the the original Tooth, Tooth Fairy, Tooth Fairy Francis yeah. Dollarhide. Uh, yeah. That's a legit scary, creepy yeah. ass dude. Like, yeah. I mean, Doll- uh, uh, Buffalo Bill. I understand why he went first round, but but to the Tooth Fairy is just way stranger. And the, the final scene with Anagata Vita is just yep. is wild. Agreed. I, I know Zach's dying to talk about frailty and the. The McConaughey. No, I would go Paxton as oh, really? the uh, as the uh, you know just kind of. I, I ask again: Did he kill three people? He kills. Yeah. Okay. If anybody, the brother's the actual serial killer because he just randomly kills people. He doesn't feel like he's got a purpose. He just kills. Well, I guess people you're right. Attention. His intention was that he was killing people for God, but also because he's a crazy person. Yeah. You know, I had was um, Stanley Tucci's character in The Lovely Bones. Yeah, I had that one on the Ugh. list too. Yeah, that he, that's stu- a creepy. Yeah, is that is that a Wahlberg movie? I have yeah, not seen that. Wahlberg. It's yeah. based on a book. I think the book was supposed to got a lot. I really think good, was yeah. supposed to be kid great. dies and goes to heaven or something. And helps guide the right. Mark Wahlberg's daughter. He talks yeah. to Wahlberg and Wahlberg's like, "Hey, Wahlberg's daughter dies. I think I I think I hear a voice." <laughs> Richie, so, Richie Gecko from Dust Till Dawn. Um, Seth Gecko after he kills the old woman that he brings into his and like the oh the, uh, god yeah brings into like their little oh uh, motel room and the flash of like yeah the bed and and so like he just, he's kind of like tell him you can't keep doing this so obviously I think Richie uh-huh. Gecko is some some type of a serial killer that's a good call so the uh, did you ever see a movie called copycat from yeah. the 90s with yep. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. Harry Connick. Harry Connick, yeah. So that that's a great... He was really role. good. He's really good. I, I remember really liking that one. That one wasn't overly, you know, sort of suspense, but not not super scary. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other good ones. Had but, Candyman. Uh, Candyman. Oh, yeah, the Candyman. That's a pretty good list. You know, I think it's a good list. I think that this is going to be one that we're going to post online, and yeah, there's going to be... A thousand yeah, a lot people, of people that we didn't think of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely not in my wheelhouse as far as a category. Um, well, I mean, I've seen some of these, but but definitely not. Well, well, so what I found was like there's a – I think there's a big difference between serial killers and serial killer, killer movies. And a lot of movies, the ones we're not going to think of are going to be like, oh, yeah, like there was a, a serial killer as part yes. of that movie. But it was really kind of like a, a cop movie or it's it was really going to be every romantic procedural or, like crime drama from like 1990 to right. 2005 that is starring like, uh, you know, who's the who's the girl with the short hair that stars in all those movies? That's just super beautiful, short, dark hair. This is good pod right here. In all what movies? <laughs> Every movie about serial killer. Oh my god! Uh, all right, uh, yeah. There's a killer. Oh, there, there was. A, there was. Are you thinking of the one that's in? You're thinking of Ashley Judd. The Ashley one? Judd. Yeah, that's exactly you're thinking of Bone Collector and all that kind of Bone, stuff. But it's like, yeah, and then there's a Kiss the Girls. Kiss the I'm pretty girls, sure something about a spider. Yeah, a spider. Along came a spider. spider. There's Wait, one was where... she in Bone Collector? Am I wrong? Oh, I no, Diane someone... Lane was, I think, Along Came a Spider. Okay. Yeah, so there's there's some good ones there that we didn't we didn't grab, and those also don't feel quite as much like a straight up serial killer. Movie. A perfect murder, I think she's in she Double Jeopardy. A, Double Jeopardy. That's Double what I'm Jeopardy. thinking of. Nick, yeah, that's solid. I remember seeing a movie in the theater. I think it was called Jennifer Eight, where like somebody was killing Jennifer. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. as with Uma. Yeah, we're we're gonna miss about so yeah. So please, uh, you know, yeah. feel free to just absolutely humiliate us with our. And I think our judges will they'll they'll have some some insight. They'll, okay. they'll definitely bring well, some insight. I'll be curious what they not, where they go. Yeah. They might yeah. go. They might go the Jasons, Freddies, and they're definitely going and the Chuckies. Chuckies, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> okay. So we we there? We home? Hey, we'll see you guys back when the judges get here, huh? All right, folks, it's time for our draft judging. And you listeners are very lucky that we have some uh some awesome podcasters they are fellow podcasters um they are the hosts of the podcast california true crime available on all of your great podcast formats and uh this is jessica and chuck welcome to the bvk podcast hi thank you for having us uh hello i am very excited to be here <laughs> could we say that you guys are real podcasters i think i think we could say real podcasters they're, real. they're serious yeah. yeah they're serious people uh, no, I wouldn't say real at all. I, <laughs> we're 
we're all real podcasters. <laughs> so, so, so I want to make two notes here. One, uh, while while it is common among the podcast community to cross fertilize, uh, Chuck and Jess are longtime friend, friends of Brad's wife, and then Brad, and then uh, and then me. This is Nate speaking, uh, and Chuck and I share as a second point a very special connection. I, I, I was it, just it, thinking about that. Is there Nate. still a Facebook group that you have established that we are all the only members of, the White and Creamy Soul Brothers? I think I think it actually still is there. Uh, <laughs> I think we are also the only two members. Of we, it. We, we we both of us we discovered um, that we both hate mayo and all things that are sort of derivative of mayo or slightly related. So like sour cream, for example. I, it, it is. Uh, it's funny that no one wants to join a Facebook group called Creamy White Soul Brother. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a notification that would go out to everyone in your friend group that would be like <laughs> Zach likes White and Creamy Soul Brothers. <laughs> there might be some questions. Some a few questions. Also, there. sounds like a movie that might be behind the uh, behind the curtain at the old uh, Bev's Video Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that movie. Yeah. It doesn't end well. Part three was way better. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, welcome to the pod and th- thanks for coming on. So the, the nice thing about, about having some guests here who have uh, an awesome true crime podcast is that they recently did a four part episode, uh, a four part series about a, a crime that took place um, well before our time, but in the town that we grew up in. So, they have just recently done a, a four-part series, and could you guys tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we covered um, a bank robbery, actually, in Houston, California, as well as a murder of a sheriff's deputy. From listening to the podcast, you guys did a lot of research. You guys actually traveled around Houston, and, and, and it was interesting. As somebody from the town of Houston, it was, it was kind of cool to, to uh, hear about knowing the locations, Main Street. Yeah, we were really lucky to visit your historical society. They really welcomed us and showed us the bank vault and all of the newspapers that they had. And it was, it was really fun to go over there and actually see the location of where these things happened. And actually it kind of cleared some stuff up in our minds. So it was good that we could tell our listeners about that. Yeah. So, so the location of Bev's video kingdom, the, the, the namesake, the, the video store that the, the pods named after, I think was about two blocks down from the bank that was robbed. Uh, so oh, kinda, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah, the main streets where all the action happened in, in, in Houston, California. So Nick, didn't you say you had some, you, you were talking to some people that actually knew the, knew the deal. So, um, yeah, over the weekend, talked to my, um, mother and father-in-law and, you know, grew up in Houston. They remember it. Um, they had acquaintances and friends that, um, I, th- uh, father-in-law was a, was a sheriff. And so I knew, um, I think of, of the sheriff, um, it was before he became a sheriff himself, but you know, growing up in the town, it was a big deal. And then my dad talked to him, uh, today, cause he's also just a big crime junkie, serial killer, like researching and, you know, into Zodiac loves the Zodiac story and all that. And, uh, talked to him about it. And he just told me his story. He remembers the day, what he was doing. He was at the elementary school in like a basketball game and they, he remembers uh, being told what happened. They shut down the school. Um, so just talking to him about it, and they were like, yeah, they were. They remember, and it was people that we, you know, and then you learn about parents and grandparents or aunts of people that we know and that are like our age that were involved in it, and, you know, I think even in the bank. Um, so just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of what comes with a small town, right? But really interesting. I had no idea about it until your guys' podcast, so... Just super uh, enlightening, and um, I can't wait to to listen to every part of it. Not not to spoil any part of it if you haven't already listened to it, but if can, anybody can tell us anything more about the monkey that <laughs> on Main Street that one of the people that lived close to Main Street had as a pet, we would uh, we'd be very much appreciative. Oh, this is true. There, the, the, it was one of the best parts of this podcast was when when they talked about the fact that somebody was walking on Main Street with a monkey, a pet monkey, <laughs> and the pet monkey found a casing of a bullet and was trying to eat it, and that became evidence for for this whole murder. Holy shit! Somebody in Houston had a monkey. All right, we're, all right. We're, we're, I'm going to ask we're gonna, about the monkey. We're committed to figuring out who the monkey owner is. Wow. And uh, uh, weirdly enough, it's uh, surprising how many times we're researching where uh, people's pet monkeys come up. Uh, it's no joke. 
I think if you're uh, my lovely my lovely wife here has an entire file of uh, monkey related cases and news stories. That we're collecting. <laughs> oh, that's I think if you're a person with a pet monkey, you try and work that into a lot of conversations. <laughs> I think hundred <laughs> percent. My sister Amy is a huge monkey fan, and when she gets to this part of the episode, she's just going to be tickled. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're talking about the movie Zodiac, and uh, of course, that's one of the most infamous California. Uh, crime cases of all time. I mean, actually, more than California. But I mean, it's one of the most, the biggest national cases of all time. So, uh, what, what's your guys' take on the the whole Zodiac crime? And uh, and do you guys know any insights or especially recent developments as far as the uh, the, the case goes? Uh, the biggest recent development is the the cipher that was broken uh, last year. Uh, one of the last remaining ciphers uh, that's giant surprise doesn't say anything more than I think everyone already had had looked at. Um, it's I think we've talked a lot about actually since we watched watched the movie today, but we've been talking a lot about um, how much of the of the, how much of the letters are actually connected to the killings and, and more taking credit for things that to, to get himself in the in the um, public public eye keep himself in the public eye Mm -hmm. definitely i think that's a huge a huge point of contention between uh law law enforcement and people people researching and reddit communities and stuff like that how much of this stuff is he just taking credit for and how much is he responsible for was he responsible for any of it there's really not a lot of answers out there unfortunately no and i think now I, i know there was a recent documentary i think you can see it on hulu um, where the the main focus of the of the documentary is the person saying that his father was Zodiac, and um, I, I think as time goes on, it becomes more mythologized, and you see more and more things coming out of the woodwork that have real no connection to anything. It's the same thing that you you kind of see with Jack the Ripper stories. Um, there's no chance that they're ever really going to solve that, so it's it's almost becomes easy fodder for mythology and legend to spring up and everybody kind of grasp, grasping at straws other the other big case um that i know we've talked a lot about um was uh the black dahlia murder it seems like every five or ten years a new book comes out and somebody else takes credit for it or not taking credit for it but has a new theory of like i've solved the black dahlia murder it just makes me think like all these all these killers i mean really what they are now is just uh you know hardcore bands can use them as their name right i mean uh isn't that that really what it comes down to (laughs) pretty much what'd you guys think of the draft how how, did, did you did you check it out we did are you, we've little, been talking about it all day. We've actually done a few uh, oh, oh, yeah, we should, we, drafts. Oh, you're doing mocks. Um, oh. Yeah, we did a few of those. Oh, uh, we, we tried we tried to game the system and figure out what you guys would draft, and we got most of them. So can I so ask? We were, can I ask what parameters you guys set on yourselves? Because we didn't set any on ourselves. So I <laughs> I I, oh, okay. I was the one that came up with the draft category of memorable serial killer and then I decided on my own without discussing with anybody else that I wasn't going to pick any supernatural uh oh. super killers uh, you know what i mean i wasn't gonna go like like horror movie freddy krueger all that kind of stuff so it's interesting to see how you guys interpreted the draft category and how everybody here at the table interpreted it we did have a long conversation my husband here really enjoys categorizing things so <laughs> we went on for a few hours of what we would consider we also discounted supernatural or those kind of elements we thought that was a good idea we also got into a discussion about a uh, uh, classification of serial killer versus spree killer versus mass murderer. Ooh. So you guys, you guys took it deeper than us. <laughs> yes. Of, it yeah. took hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, that's the kind of judges we like. So the, uh, the, uh, we even dived a little bit on the FBI website to see. Um, and then, and so, and I think even that having like the idea of serial killing and, and the, some of the misnomers around that title, we settled on had to be three or more yeah. with some sort of cooling off period in between the kills and no supernatural. So we, yeah, in our home Ooh. draft, we did throw Ooh. out um, supernatural. We, we did see some of them snuck onto the, to your draft. No judgment on that. We didn't, we didn't. Uh, what, what, did you see that? Did you see that the three rule that we, we, we all established then was violated repeatedly? Just, I'm just throwing it out. 
<laughs> so when you say when you say a cooling off period in between, was that just like the killer's refractory period, or are we talking? <laughs> I'm just curious how long we're talking. It's time to get Gatorade and a you know what's my call it. Okay, yeah, hydrate <laughs> electrolytes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Think about what they've done and then continue to reload. Do it. Yes. Separate crimes, separate places. And really quick before we get into that, just your thoughts on the movie, because you guys said you just watched it. I'm really curious about your guys' thoughts on Zodiac. Was it the first time that you've seen it or second or fourth? Twelfth. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. yeah. We uh, love that movie. Yeah. I think in part because so it's just it feels so much like California, all the places they film. Yeah. You know, that's definitely San Francisco. And it, it's fun to see those places and not just some random city that they're pretending is san francisco right it's such a beautiful movie i think mm-hmm. yeah we actually saw it on on a date oh, <laughs> before nice. we were married uh we came home from san francisco from a trip to san francisco and we were living in uh uh well, living in livermore at the time and stopped by there's a local theater and it just it opened so we thought oh well let's, let's stop by and, and it i i love it i love david fincher anyway um i i will say all of his movies with the exception of panic room i wasn't a huge fan of panic room but uh so i i like that i like jesse said the way everything looks like california and i like that it's deliberate it doesn't take the easy route it doesn't gratuita uh, like there's not a lot of uh, gratuity to the violence it's all purposeful and yeah. it still has the one of the most disturbing scenes in any movie I've ever watched, and that's the Lake Barry Essamer. I yep. totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely. So it's and it's scary. I yeah, think that movie genuinely it brings that. You know, I don't know what it is about it, but it's every time I see it, it's very. T- it, you feel tense the it, whole time, yeah. even in the scenes that don't involve the killer there's like an underlying tension throughout the whole movie that you just don't kind of get rid of which i think kind of really uh you know goes along with the feeling uh, in the public at that time right i mean people were really freaked out people were it was a national story right but people in the area were definitely freaking well, out people in the central valley people in, in our town felt i mean it, it got as close to you know as you saw you know and whether that is like you said the mythology kind of growing it's i don't think it was even proven that it was zodiac on highway 132 but you know it made its way into the movie and i got some you know um stuff with that in, in the in the pod but my i talked to my parents about it and they were freaked out it didn't have to be they didn't have to be in san francisco to feel the the effects of what was going on in uh, the Bay Area, my mom was from Katati in, in Petaluma, and she was, you know, really close to the circle of it, and they were terrified. Yeah, kind of the rare, uh, you know, building a bunch of tension with no real release or uh, climax uh, to right. the movie. Right. You know, there's no aha moment. You know, they kind of insinuate who they think the killer is, but there's definitely no oh, we caught the guy and, you know, the, the young detective shot him or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, I think I, I really like that aspect of it. And, and I think they, there are other Zodiac movies that come around and they, they try to tie it with a nice bow, but it really does leave you flat. That last five minutes of the movie, oh, mm. so depressing. And then you leave the theater going, oh, like crap. Like, and shit. again, in Central Valley, anywhere you drive, that look, that is, so if, if you're listening to this and not from the central Valley of california that's what it looks like you know oh yeah it, it, the, the color palette everything and it felt like the 70s where sometimes some we see some of these period movies where it looks like a pastiche put on it you know and you can still kind of like scrape your finger across and, and you know it's 2020 or whatever but that really did feel like that it, it was a that we were had a window into what they were doing on a daily basis I'm loving that this is the one of the movies that you decided to take your bride to be to woo her to right. yeah I, I love that <laughs> that was it was payback for uh, Shaun of the Dead actually she <laughs> Shaun of the Dead as one of so I, I, as soon as that happened I'm like okay all bets are off I can take her to the movies I like so. <laughs> and, and foreshadowing a marriage full of true crime pod, podcasts yeah. oh yeah yeah that's that's yeah murder and mayhem is pretty much our, our bread and butter here. yeah we were, we were talking about that today how grace Smith's wife didn't really seem to enjoy that as much but no, no. Do, so, same page. i i hate to digress here but 
I'm curious how you guys got into podcasting and true crime. Was it just did you guys find that you had a shared love of, you know, researching this stuff? Because it seems like a big part of what you guys doing is, you know, we kind of get together and we, we make notes and we have stuff we want to talk about and some talking points. But it's not a lot of research based stuff. It seems like you guys are really We're basically talking in. out of our asses. Yeah, it's a lot of dick jokes and a lot of, uh, you know, kind of bullshitting. But you guys are really digging into some some serious stuff, interviewing people. How did you guys get into this? Well, first off, for the record, your guys' dick jokes are, and talking out of your ass is quality. They really are quality <laughs> dick jokes. That. And the ass talk is really good. So, um, <laughs> and I, I will say I really like the ASMR moments. Oh, uh, I, I got to get some more popcorn. I have Nate eating a peach on my phone that I can listen to at work at any time. That's the, is that the ringtone when I call you? It is. And, it just really a, is. and then a picture of a jar of mayo with a big like circle and a slash through it. That's, if, that, if, if that's the way it's going, that, that makes me so happy. 38 to 44 year old white males is the uh, ASMR's target demo. So I'm glad I'm glad we got you. Uh, Portly nerds with ASMR. Stuff, so. No, actually, we, we got into we got into this podcast uh, um from our other host, Sean, actually at a holiday party from a mutual friend of ours, uh, uh, Wendy Brown, actually through a holiday party about three, four years ago and um, got to talking about what we were listening to. And, and we, uh, Sean is the Zodiac expert of the group. He's, he's oh, been awesome. studying it since he was 16, I think. Wow. He's taken a stab in, yeah. at the ciphers. And, <laughs> wow. So we started and, and thought, hey, it'd be a great idea. Let's let's let we start a Zodiac podcast. And um, did I'm sorry, we're gonna I'm gonna have to up. cut you off. We're gonna oh. I'm gonna stop and, and call Perfect. Sean, and like we're gonna kick you guys off and bring Sean. We <laughs> <laughs> <Dang. laughs> felt bad. He's the person you really should have here. No. He would, he would, oh man. But um, and then we did a little research and found out that that um, you can throw a rock and find a really good uh, Zodiac podcast. Oh, yeah. Files did an amazing one. Generation Y did a really good one. So we didn't want to kind of jump into that. Um, and then uh, uh, Jess, Sean, and I started talking and, and really got to the idea that we were going to focus on. We were tired of, of hearing people report about California that don't know California and uh, mispronouncing places' names and didn't really feel like it was from home. So we're getting littler places and yeah that yeah like uh, the vallejo police department yeah. <laughs> <laughs> east galleon california yeah. <laughs> all right well enough a delay because i well, can we get on with declaring me the winner and then saying which of you guys was the runner-up or are we, are oh, we there i know there you guys i know you guys don't know who picked what team but nate has won three i think a three in a row three in a row, in a row. of the last uh of the last draft some people are calling it a dynasty i'm not saying that that is it i'm just saying some people are calling it a dynasty uh yeah but but your feelings on bill paxton <laughs> on bill you mean on bill <laughs> on bill oh, i'm sorry yeah bill is that... uh, they're gonna disqualify most of you so uh well, well first run us through your your scoring system like how did you guys t uh, tackle our draft results how did you guys uh, approach this to, to make your final decisions we came up with a four-point system uh, or for category system, I guess that we you just gave a single point, right? I get, yeah, I gave one point for each, and one I of gave the a point zero out of five because I found that easier. So our first category was: Is it realistic or fun? Those are the kind of categories of serial killer movies that we both like. So is it really kind of true, or does it seem true, or is it just a lot of fun? Okay. Our second one was: Was is it scary? Our third one was pizzazz in the murders, like. Mm, ooh, cool. like jazz hands <laughs> yeah <laughs> we just in sync six people did jazz hands and our last category was uh how do we feel about the victims the person was killing do, wait wait do you get more points for liking the victims or more points for yeah. hating them no well it depends i guess okay. no we got well yeah it depends on the on the i personally gave more points to the people that i didn't that were killing people i didn't like yeah oh, okay. same here got so, it same here, yeah. Were it, they annoying? Were they? Did they have? Did they it deserve coming, it? Kind of yeah. Oh yeah, like when yeah. Chucky kills a babysitter. I like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so, uh, well, I guess we go from. Well, we did them separately. 
So we have we have a a, a my my winner and, and Jessica's winner. Oh, I like that. I like that. That gives me a better chance at not getting last place. Does, now, what we're going to have... We're gonna, does that mean I'm going to win five? We've had that before. <laughs> so we got a two-winner. We got a two-winner draft coming. Hey, it's happened before. It has happened before. So so real quick, before we dive into it, Brad's going to run through the teams to just refresh everybody's memory here. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So we had team one, uh, Hannibal Lecter, Silence of the Lambs, Ghostface from Scream, uh, Aileen Wuros from Monster, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Team two had Buffalo Bill, Science of the Lambs, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Chucky from Child's Play, and Tom Ripley from The Talented Mr. Ripley. Uh, three, Mickey and Mallory Knox from Natural Born Killers, Jigsaw from Saw, Norman Bates from Psycho, and Stuntman Mike from Death Proof. And on team four, Patrick Bateman, American Psycho, John Doe from Seven, Mr. Brooks from Mr. Brooks and Joseph from Creep. And there's your teams. I believe that's Joseph. I'm going to go out on a, line, uh, on a limb and say that you guys have seen 99% of those movies, correct? Yeah, even yeah. me, which is unusual. Yeah, I was really excited. <laughs> this, is a, this was a conversation I could actually have with my wife. I love it. You're welcome. Right. The killer movies and, and... Your life so hard. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Uh, so I guess we'll also I'll start uh, from from uh, last place to first place uh, was last in last place was team two a draft two sorry Nick <laughs> uh, it makes me so Wait, happy it was Chucky right it, was Chucky. <laughs> it makes me so happy it's the doll Chucky every time did it, right Zach's well, Zach just celebrating that he didn't get last marionettes it, just I just didn't feel right saying it when it came out of my mouth he's definitely not a marionette. <laughs> Oh, Muppets never win. Muppets me, never win. <laughs> for what? me, it really was. It, it, Chucky lost you some points, but it was Buffalo Bill and oh, uh, I told uh, you Thomas Ripley. Uh, Buffalo Bill, I, really? Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Can't even talk about it. You, you have one of my top three on your on your list uh, with Leatherface is. Uh, he was he was the he was like my second round pick in the house. So right, that makes me feel better. Thanks. Um, number I see it's, uh, first runner up would be uh, team one. That's the third. That's the yeah, third place. Third, that would be third place. <laughs> third place would be team Deservingly one. Deservingly so. Well, sounds about under right. protest. It sounds about right. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I got, we gotta keep track of who. who uh, All right, and then go. and then. Uh, second place for me was uh, Team Three. Oh my God! Holy Zach shit, you guys! God, Zach this Zach is a historical Zach moment on the podcast. <laughs> this is a historical moment. <laughs> uh, where's uh, the champagne bottle? I thought he gets to spray it everywhere. <laughs> he's standing. He's, he 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 leaned back in his chair and looked like Andy at, at the end of Shawshank Redemption, just rain <laughs> falling on his face. He's gonna have a Farva moment pretty oh soon. My God. Oh, from uh, worst. Hey, to for first. a guy that's scared of white creamy stuff, I just put something underneath this table that you, <laughs> oh, you might be scared. Oh my Lord, <laughs> and that's your. <laughs> ASMR that moment. is your ASMR moment. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, somebody's going to get an invite to the Facebook group. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, but we do have a second winner. There's a, a second W up for grabs. Oh, man. Yeah, I kind of went the opposite. Do you want me to just do my winner? I know. No, no, no. I want you to run through the whole thing. I want to shame Nick some more. Tell us that Nick was last. I have a tie for last. It's three and four. Oh, oh, wow. There it is. So universe is, is, is coming back around. <laughs> my uh, number two is number one. Oh, All right. The streak. Oh, my number one is number two. Yeah. All, right. Wow. All right. So you. So so so. <laughs> wow. Oh. So Zach and Nick won and lost in the same night. <laughs> they were dead. Ooh. They were each dead last. And, and yeah, that's a roller coaster of a night. I'm exhausted. God. Emotionally, this has been difficult yeah. for all of us. All right, so t- take us through some of your, your decision-making here on, uh, for, for each of you on, on, on why you went one way and, and obviously one went the other way. Oh, I love Buffalo Bill. I had to just get Me too. a bunch of points. Out the gate, so. Chuck, are you, are you more the tooth fairy fan? Uh, yeah, but he should be called by his correct name, Red Dragon. 
Red he Dragon. Carries what the tattler calls him, and he ends up setting that guy on fire. So uh, that is. True. <laughs> oh shit! <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to experts right now. We need to realize uh, that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah I I I like Buffalo Bill. I thought I, as far as memorable serial killers, he gets overshadowed by Hannibal in that movie. And so, and 100%. while Hannibal Hannibal's last like the 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 second and third act of that movie is is Hannibal completely. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, it was that was a hard hard one for me to to, to go. But you made the right decision, Chuck. <laughs> oh no, I did. I know. Although, just for the record, the fact that you had a uh, um, um, a Mark Drupal movie, Duplass, a Duplass, Duplass. A Mark Duplass movie, you almost got <laughs> zero points on that one. Uh, but we, all, but we almost sunk himself. You guys, almost, you, guys gotta, himself. you guys got to check that one out. It's a good one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we, watched, we, we did watch. We actually paid money to see Drinking Buddies, and uh, it, uh, yeah, Drinking it Buddies is not good. Duplass's best moment. That there, no. he has other good stuff. Yeah, we do like. like we like. Uh, we like the league. Oh, uh, uh, we love the league. Uh, safety not guaranteed. I'm yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, that's what I was oh, thinking yeah. of. Yeah, so, the uh, one with Jason Siegel is is great. Uh, Jason Siegel plays pickup basketball and doesn't have a job. Uh, it's called like Some, Mark, someone Mark Jeff home or, something. or something. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's a good one. Uh, might try that. <laughs> <laughs> he does Maybe. not like it's to a hard one. Yeah, you'll, you'll hate Maybe. it, Chuck. <laughs> so <laughs> so was Creep the only movie you guys had not seen on here? Uh, there, there were two, two actually. I had not seen. I hadn't seen uh, Talented Mr. Ripley. Okay. I'd seen oh. chunks of it, but I haven't watched. I had not watched it all the way through. Um, and then what's the one you had? I haven't seen Mr. Brooks. Yeah. Oh no! Not, yeah. not a big oh, fan of like the Misters. So you hadn't seen two of my movies. Ah, unfortunately. Four years. I've tried. To, I tried to get her to see that movie. I, I thought that was one of my. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, Ripley was a roll the dice move. Mid draft wasn't on my list. <laughs> well, I How, however, I think it scored. Uh, for us, it scored pretty high in uh, the creepy factor. Very creepy. Oh. Yeah. And we both like the fact that he killed a lot of rich people. So uh, you know. <laughs> there we go. The Robin <laughs> Hood. Right the that. Robin Hood of serial killers. Yeah, it's actually, no. it's actually the opposite of most serial killers who who killed the kind of down and out. I would think. Mm. Well, so who who were some of your top picks? Well, actually, Jess, we haven't heard so much. Uh, uh, how, how did you kind of go through yours? Like, what, what were some of the ones that you saw as highlights? What were some of the lowlights? This quality is really what she like, you know, stuck with. Jess is trying to summon something, um, but I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell if there Sorry, was a puppy our, or a child. Yeah, we have our little puppy in here. Aww. Aww. So, 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 Jess, what, what were some of your favorites? What's what's like? You know, if you're gonna go, what were your num- what are your number one uh, picks? Uh, definitely Buffalo Bill, as I said. Thomas Ripley. Okay. That's a great oh. one. Norman wow. Bates is really good. Uh, the number four had a ton. Like I mean, John Doe and Patrick Bateman; those are all really good ones as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I thought that was going to win it for Zach. It did win. Gave it. him a half win, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a full W. I mean, it's just a V. We can all gr- agree that this is this is just null and void, right? I mean, this is clearly <laughs> compromised in some way. You guys broke the streak, and I love it. Thank you so much. It's amazing. Best part of having That's you on the pod. my second to win, win. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick only has one other win, and it was also a tie. <laughs> Which equals one win, so I'm up. Uh, uh, well... We appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, wait, uh, one thing I, want, I wanted to hear real quick is who were some of the, the in, in your draft, who were some of the serial killers that should have been picked? Yeah, what, that what we, we did miss? not get? Oh, yeah. Is there anybody that didn't get picked? Uh, Michael Myers. At yeah. least Michael Myers from yeah. the first two, Hall- the original Halloween movies, yeah. one and two. Yeah. Okay. He, Michael Myers is not supernatural. My right? wife no, yelled not. at me from the bathroom today, Michael Myers, and I said, I'm not picking supernatural. And she said, He's not supernatural. He, it, it, in four, he become once they kill him off in four, and then he oh. gets killed off every episode after that. I think he dies in the, in the, in the very last reel of the first movie. Um, he gets shot, but you don't actually see him die. So it's not a, and you know, Jason, if you, if you pick Jason from, you know, the first and second Friday the 13th, uh, that that would be a good one. Too, well, you would so. pick the mom, right? I think I like, but I would I like the mom, but that's that big that reveal at the very end. It was 
I, when I think of that movie, I still think of Jason. I even I know he's not the killer in the first one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't, you haven't seen that movie now, it's 40 years old. Uh, if you're listening to the draft about famous, uh, most memorable movie serial killers, you're like, oh my God, he just spoiled you. Friday the 13th for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm on episode 13 of that movie. I didn't see it. <laughs> Uh, well, so, so it's awesome that you guys came on, uh, and we would love to, uh, we'd love to have you on again at some point if you're willing. Uh, and we definitely want to try to promote you, uh, and make sure that all of our Cali friends that are true crimers, make sure they tune in. So, uh, we're going to send them your way. I've, what's, what's up next for uh, Cali true crime? Uh, we have a episode coming out tomorrow. Well, this is being recorded on Sunday, so I'm not 100% sure. This will hit Tuesday, so, so, so what's your episode yesterday. that's available? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yesterday. Uh, we have an episode on a female serial killer named Dana Sue Gray oh, from nice. the Riverside area. She killed elderly women, we think, because she liked to. Was she a caregiver or a nurse or something? She was a nurse, but she wasn't their caregiver. She oh, stole wow. money from some of them and used it to go to lunch and stuff like that, but... In her own words, she uh, during one of the attacks, she was just doing it because she wanted to. So she and her method, it's all very interesting, actually, and really wow. different than other female ser- serial killers. So. Well, to quote one of my favorite movies, The Strangers, uh, why, why are you doing this? And the killer says, because you're home. Like, you don't, you don't need a reason. Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. No one needs a reason why to kill you. I got an honorable mention in our house. <laughs> <laughs> and based on real murders, right? Based on, yeah. Num- the sequel is based on the Keddy, Keddy case, which we covered, and that was actually our first case that we ever recorded. Oh, cool. Oh, wow, I nice. love these connections. Hey, can you guys throw out social media handles, websites, uh, where we can find you guys? Is it Cali True Crime, or where do we yeah. where do we find you? On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, it's at Cali True Crime, and our website is at or is Cali. What is it? California True Crime. <laughs> you work on the website. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, sweetie. Version of <laughs> this is why we're not getting Hello Fresh money. <laughs> uh-huh. That would be good though. Just like talking about grizzly murders, and then like, hey, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Hello Fresh. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about cooking our own meals at home. <laughs> <laughs> little Hannibal Lecter tie-in. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we... Us. Yeah, hopefully we're going to drive some traffic to uh, you guys, and you guys are going to drive a fucking interstate to our uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are holding, uh, we are, po- we will be posting our drafts for this episode on our social media Ooh, too, as well like as, uh, we've been, texting sean all evening and he's got his picks already and some things to say about your guys so he's the one that picked me as the winner i knew one of you (laughs) yeah so tell sean no disrespect i'm sorry i did not know who did sean pick wait 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 wait. who did sean pick oh wait actually no he did like he did and actually i do think he picked nate (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i knew it was there technically he wasn't here so yeah what does this guy know technically Thank, Thank you, you guys. guys. Thank you guys so much Thank for you coming guys very on. Much for having us. See you guys. Thanks. Oh, that was awesome. All right. So, what do we got next on the docket, guys? What are What are we going to send our our flock out to watch? So, uh, it is a Nate pick, and I am picking one of my absolute all time favorites. Definitely top ten movies, maybe even top five. Almost Famous. Oh shit! Oh, yes. boy, we're doing it. We're doing Almost Famous and the draft category is... So wait, 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 wait. wait. Almost Let's... Famous starring Jason Lee. I, I got to start. I got it. Starring right, Billy fully Crudup. Su- no, fully support my Jason Lee. All rats own Jason Lee. Okay. So, so wait, so wait. Let's give a tiny bit of background. So the very first pod that we ever that we ever did, correct? I believe so. Did I pick the first one? That was it. Was the first one we did. The only I reason think we agreed on. I think we kind of said, "What do we want okay. to do?" And we like all like yeah. collectively. So, were so like, the yeah, first one we recorded. We were this is back in the Zoom days. We were doing it Zoom, you know, via Zoom, pandemic, completely this experimental. Out, and we did almost famous. And then they sent me the link to like watch it live, and I was watching for a little bit, and then I I drove over to where they were recording and pulled out a gun and said, "Hey, I'm gonna be a part of this podcast." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, Brad. Okay, sorry, man." 
was like, yeah, uh, I'm in now. So, uh, so, <laughs> so, so, so all, we're coming. We're, we, 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 li- we liked it so much that we're coming back around. And the draft category we also did, although funny enough, I think for a different movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, we did Sing Street as one of our our, our in the in the vault uh, episodes, and we did this draft category. We're going to redo it um, from scratch, and it is the most memorable fictional music acts in movies. So, music acts we it can be uh, can be a single performer. It can be so it can be like Les Mis, like a musical, like musical act. I mean, newsies. If you wanted to lose if the you draft, wanted, you could yeah. do that. Yes. Yeah, yes. That would be I'm trying way. to open the door are you, are for, you, for uh, Zach and Nate to go way left and Brad. I'm trying to throw stuff in your guys' brain. He's uh, putting stuff in. Yeah, he, uh, I see what he's doing. I think there. the original category was best movie band, but then we expanded it to a musical s- act. Yeah, yeah. but it has, to be sure fi- it has to be a fictional act, I believe. A lot yes. of musical yes. acts in Muppets. La Bamba does not work. So that's it. And we're going to have a special guest on next week. Yes, plural. We are going to have multiple guests. Yes, special guests. Yes, so 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 for part one, we're going to have Lacey Johnson of Rewatchables Facebook group fame uh, jump on with us and give us uh, her perspective on Almost Famous. We're going to chat a little about the movie, and then there was a little bit of a a, some some uh, a little dust up on the old Rewatchables Facebook page. Uh, She's a super popular poster, uh, very polarizing, super interesting takes on movies and takes on feminist perspectives on movies. And so she's going to come on and we're going to beat her up a little and let her uh, beat us up a little and talk about almost famous. It's going to be great. For being accurate, we'd say Lacey Johnson, formerly of (laughs) (laughs) controversy. (laughs) So uh, she's going to be on. And then in part two for the, for the uh, memorable, memorable movie acts, we're going to have on our very own, Hometown flying blind, two of the flying blind uh, folks. Uh, of, How about three of the flying blind folks? Oh, three of the flying blind folks. Yeah, okay. So should be. So we're gonna have the, them on to judge our draft, um, which I assume I will win, but you just never know. All right, and that's it. Go watch Almost Famous. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Bye bye. California has the largest population in the United States and the site of some of the most famous true crime cases in history. But there's more than meets the eye to the crime in California. Join Sean, Jessica, and Charles on the California True Crime Podcast as they cover crime both infamous and overlooked from around our state while looking at the deeper history that goes beyond beaches and movie stars. <laughs>